Hey, welcome back to Southside Sports, guys. You're here with Nick and Mike. We're back at it. A uh, couple week layoff here again, um, but now things are starting Ooh. to get juicy here in Chicago. Boy, business is about to pick up. <laughs> yeah, we're sitting here. You know, we got the Cub Sox going on this weekend, and the uh, I, I mean, I think the White Sox are playing the Iowa Cubs. Uh, so they're not in Iowa yet. They're just playing the Iowa Cubs. They're in oh, Iowa next week. Yeah, they'll be there Thursday, right? <laughs> yeah. Playing the Yankees. Yep. Yeah, they'll be in Iowa this week playing the Yankees. Uh, Boy, but, the uniforms that are coming out this year, wow, those ones are nice too. You know what? I didn't see them. I, I, I clicked on the link when I was on vacation, and the internet was so gosh darn slow. I was upset, <laughs> and we couldn't. I couldn't get a good look look at these uniforms because the uniforms have been nice. You know, Nike is a big trendsetter, you know, so they, they, they like to push those things and get them jersey sales up. Yeah, they uh, with the south side ones for the – the City Connect jerseys, you just, Majestic, thanks for all you did, but you, we just never saw some of that flash and that flair. Nike's Phil Knight swag, they know how to do it. And these, I'm telling you, the, the jerseys with the S, with the O and the X, wow. I've seen Tim Anderson, he's always the spokes guy, he, he models them. I've seen Eloy wearing it. I'm excited. Color me excited. Well, color you excited, but uh, I'm not too excited. We had the trade deadline just happen. Um, Late last week, um, oh a week a week ago, and um, our Cubs are fully dismantled. There is uh, only a couple pieces left from the uh, World Series team. Um, you know your two namesayers are Wilson Contreras and Kyle Hendricks. Hayward, Hayward, um, but but the core uh, rebuild guys, they're gone. They're gone. Bryant, San Francisco, Rizzo to the Yankees, Baez to the Mets. Kimbrell, I mean, he wasn't a part of that, but, you know, I thought we would get a lot more for him. He stayed home and just went across town to you, to the White Sox. And we're going to go ahead and talk about that trade first because I thought that was going to be the biggest. big piece for my Cubs moving forward. I honestly, because of seeing what happened to them during their World Series run. How much the closers costed you? And we got... Absolutely nothing. Um, that's uh, from a Sox fan. I agree with you. You didn't get much because I was nervous when I seen the when I seen the thing. Kimbrel to the Sox. It always says when the trade comes through, but you never see the re return right away. Usually, it takes like a few minutes for them to come back at who you got back. And I'm thinking, dude, I there's got to be Burger. It's got to be Sheets. It's got to be one of these guys that has came up and done something. Maybe uh, Mike Rodolfo was a stud right fielder. I'm getting nervous. Maybe Cespedes. I'm like, what the fuck? What do they trade? What do they trade? And then I see that you guys get Cody Hoyer, who honestly, I think he's going to be a, a better player than Mandrigal just because of his stuff. But Mandrigal, to me, the, the guy was a top 10 pick. Shouldn't have been. He was hurt his last senior year in, in college, and every year since he's been hurt with like season-ending injuries, this year included. You got Nico Horner, who's the same guy, in the same position. And see, and that's that was think that was the most disappointing thing, as a Cub fan, is that we just doubled up on Nico Horner. So I mean, I know that Jed Hoyer is trying to move away from the 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 they call them the uh, yeah the, those three outcome guys walk, strike out, or home run. Right. They're trying to go away from that. They need some singles and doubles guys in here. And he's Man. not a good second baseman. 
He doesn't have a good arm, and he's not that good. People say, he's a smart player, and he's a great gold glover. He's far from that. I watch him. Like, if you're a Sox fan, you watch him. Oh, my God, he's not that good. This guy we got from Cleveland, we're going to talk about it, is 10 times a player. Yeah. But anyway, so, I, was, I was really shocked that an all-star closer with a year left, all you had to give up, that's Jed Hoyer settling. That's Jed Hoyer having no leverage in trade talks. Yeah, we're, we're going to talk about that coming up. Um, and and the next interesting thing was, to me, I didn't think Rizzo would go. I thought Rizzo would stay and, and they would work out a deal. And boy, he was the first one. Yeah, and he was the first piece to go. And he headed to the Yankees. And the Yankees went ahead and filled up that left-handed side with him and Gallo. Um, that's uh, pretty stellar to go along with their lineup. But... Um, and as bad as the Yankees have played, they're right there. Three games out, the wild card. They've played horrible. They're there. Now, Rizzo and Gallo can't pitch, but they sure can hit. Rizzo's drove in a run every game so far. Yeah, I mean, they, the first Yankee to ever do that in his first six games. <laughs> Rocking the eye. Cubs, City Connect, cleats and gloves still. I, I love it. I love it. I mean, he, he knows where his heart is, but um, – there's more interesting talk about that uh, with him and Hoyer. They don't the whole thing. We'll we'll get to that in a minute. But um, you know they got a pitcher and an outfielder uh, for him. It's it just it, it seems like they got they they kind of settled. Um, I think the Baez they might have got the best overall prospect for for their player um, Baez to the Mets that Peter Crow Armstrong. He was the 19th overall selection in, in, in 2020, uh, but he's only 19 year, years old as well. So there are these two outfield bats that they got in these trades, and they're trying very, very to young, right? um, sign them, you know, trying to get them all to come up at once. It seems like they got, you know, two 19-year-olds. So we'll see where these guys pan out. But at the same time, you're reading the stuff, and they're trying to move away from that three-outcome guy but they in these outfielders that they got they're they have a power bat and they have very quick hands like that's that's what that's we that. got <laughs> but that's what we have already so it's like yeah. you're trying to retool and trying to redo all this and it's just like i i don't know where we're going and you felt you felt for these guys and you know you see chris bryant and when he got Ugh. traded away to San Francisco, the guys in tears. He was tears the last one. I honestly thought that it was going to run out. And maybe Bryant, they just couldn't find a home for him. And um, you mentioned that there was rumors that they kind of asked the guys, where do you want to go? And if you're asking that and you're settling for whatever you can get, that's not good. That's not doing your job right. Like you hear the haul they got back for Rizzo. They picked up the rest of Rizzo's money. To get a better haul, you got two of the Yankees' top ten guys. I understand, but how good are they? Like the, if the Yankee system, there's if the cupboard's bare, then they're not that good. Like someone's got to be in the top ten. Yeah, and and that's the whole thing. That's like the the biggest thing out of this is that we we after all this, all these trades were made. Not one of these guys. Not one was one of their organizational top five players. Oof. So, like, I guess you can put the magical thing in there. You know, people are putting that in chronic quotations because, 
but he because he, he was the White Sox, one of their top prospects. But he's had he has too much major Which league kinda. experience to kind of be considered that way. But not one top five prospect, and it just goes back Even to in the, the Darvish trade. Yes, and it, and I was just going to repeat on that. It falls back to you, Darvish trade. We got nothing out of that. It's, so you let's, should have got a lot more out of that. They so let's make this into the bigger picture of the big argument that has gone on this week because Jed Hoyer spoke about all this and how these guys didn't want to talk about contracts. And Rizzo came back and said, well, there's only one common factor here. Oh, We're really? all gone and you're still here. So what is it? And then you hear these rumors about how Hoyer wanted to get these guys to where they wanted to be. Rizzo wanted to go home, back east. His family's from New Jersey. Baez wanted to play with his fellow countrymen, Frankie Lindor. Bryant wanted to head back home out west. And Kimbrell needed to stay. His daughter has some some medical issues, and he didn't want to get up and move, so they just shipped him across across town. Now, are these stories true? Is, is this... It, you know, it sounds true because it sounded like Hoyer called and said... We'll just take whatever. You want bias? Let's just give us whatever. That's what it sounds like, because that's what the haul they got back. Just give us whatever. Hey, your socks, we're tired of Mandrigal getting hurt. Take him, and we'll take a bullpen piece. I mean, that's what it sounds like. Who, who did you, like you said, Darvish, it started off with Darvish. There's no fucking way you could tell me a Cy Young runner-up, that's all you got was guys out of the top 10 in the Padres system. All the trades they made the last two or three years of the Padres, they're giving guys away. You can't get one, not even a major league ready guy. See, how many eighteen and nineteen year olds are you going to get? And that's the thing. We're, we're just so when you have these eighteen, nineteen year olds, they don't come up till they're twenty three, twenty four. So you're going to tell me so, you're not going to be good for four years? And that's the thing. Or what are we doing? You know, now we're going to waste Willie. We're going to waste Willie's yep. years. And then you don't have any leverage when you trade him. So now we're thirty games under five hundred next year, and we got to get rid of Willie. Well, you're not going to get nothing for him. You're not. They would have been better off trading him right now. Might as well get rid of everybody. You know, Hendricks now they're, they're saying that they want to build around these two, but uh, you can only throw an 89, 88-mile-an-hour fastball for so so long. I mean, the ball moves incredibly if, from Hendricks, but the, still this game is all about power, power arms, and we have, we've seen nothing of that. Al Zalai was supposed to be our next guy up. He shows flashes. He looked all right yesterday. But he gave up those runs early, and he That's was it. able to hold them off. But he's the type of guy, though, how many damn sliders? I mean, if you lay off the slider outside, he's not throwing for a strike, he's going to have a rough day. The Sox were swinging at it. But, I mean, he's like not really – he don't really paint. He's, he, you need guys to chase. If you don't chase, well, things are – you know, he can get hurt. Like, you get fall behind a Makata, two runs. Oh, shit. Now we don't have the offense. Come back. I mean – and it's just, it just, it's as a Cub fan, it's hard to see um, where this is going. I don't see the big picture here in what we are doing. Uh, we still have a lot of money tied up in, you know, Hayward. And it's just like, wh- where do we go from here? And I don't know. Jed Hoyer, to me, there, there's something, something is not right in this picture. Oh. Does he know what he's doing? as a first-time uh, general manager? Or is he... Uh, this reminds me a lot of when, 
when Theo left Boston. It took Boston a couple of years. They had to get rid of Beckett, Adrian Gonzalez, all the Carl Crawford, all those bad moves. They had to trade him to L.A. and kind of redo everything. And it took them a little while. Like they went from being World Series champs to, hey, we have to clean house and start rebuilding and re retooling because the minor league system there was bare. And see, there goes and back to the common theme again. Here you are with the Cubs. With Theo, Theo left you bare too. Uh, so this is just going to be an interesting next before, few before years. Before we stop talking about the Cubs, I'm not a Cub fan, but I can empathize with when the Sox won the World Series, they didn't get rid of guys like four years later. They, they let them all get old, and they barely went to the Marlins in free agency. Guys chose to go other places. It was a slow, slow burn, and they tried to like be in, in the middle for a long time. When I look back, like, like when you're talking about GM, dude, Rick Hahn... I can flip Adam Eaton for Gilito, Lopez, and Dunning. Those are three of Washington's. Those, those three guys are in their top five of their system. For fucking Adam Eaton, I watch him play every day. He's terrible. And you look at Moncada, Kopech, and the same. We got him Boston. Oh, Devers was the only other guy in their top five that they wouldn't trade. But they got those two guys back. Guys that you know are in the MLB top 100. Like, they're going to break through. You trade all these guys and you don't get none of that? Like, what the fuck? Yeah, that's... I can't believe it. That's just a sad... I mean, not one top five organizational... And that's just sad news. I don't know where you go from here. I don't know what the future looks like. Yeah. It's hard to watch a Cubs game. It was hard to watch a Cubs game prior to because I'm not digging Jim DeSays and... Uh, Boog Shambi. I'm not digging this whole combination. Uh, on the marquee, it's, I'm not, it's a whole yeah, thing. Yeah, the whole marquee, I, don't, I didn't get it at first. I think my grandpa kind of ordered it without <laughs> us even knowing. Um, but it's just like, it's hard to watch. Even so, watching the game yesterday, like I said, well, I watched the yeah. White Sox. Watch the White Sox telecast. Right. And so, just, you, so Rizzo was the only one of those guys to ever get like a, he got an, an extension at one time, right? Didn't he get one when he was young? Like almost like a team yeah. friendly? Yes. And they when were, he first this came This is kind of the last dance. Scotty Pippen, they say he should have asked for more. And he, it was a team friendly thing. And he, whatever the case is, if you ask me, we talked about it on the phone. I think Chris Bryant, of all people, is the most disrespected Cub legend of all time. Never got a big deal. We, we said it. All these other guys that never won you anything. Are are their statues of them? Yeah, and they they're talk immortalized. So highly of them. Oh my God, these legends! They didn't win you shit. This guy won. He was rookie of the year, MVP, MVP of the World Series. You won a World Series, hundred years, not one extension. Sometimes, even if you're fucking wrong, man. Hey, you know how long it took? Make him a Cub for life, or Rizzo, somebody, and you disrespect these legends like that. It's bad business. Bad, and you think of. Am I a free agent? I'm gonna gonna run to fucking sign with you. Yeah, I mean, and, that, and that's why I think like this that stuff came out about how they did these friendly deals uh, with for these guys because so they think they have a chance of coming back. But after the, hearing the Rizzo conversation, so, like Rizzo this said, is kind a of a done deal. It's yeah, like just breakup. let it go. Quit talking about it. And and that's what we're going to do right now. We're gonna stop talking about it, and we're gonna move over to the the south side and and. 
I really like what they did, Mike. I, I know you're you're kind of saying they're putting band-aids or whatever on, you know, adding Kimbrell and Tapera in the pen. Uh Kimbrell is a huge get, and I think he's just gonna embrace the role of those two clowns now in the bullpen between the Eighth and ninth. Yeah, <laughs> Liam Hendricks and Kimbrell, they're gonna be doing cartwheels out there, doing all kinds of antics and like I, I think it's going to be a lot of fun to watch. Uh, Tapera, he he was kind of under the radar in that thing. You know, he his whip is under one. Uh, he's been pitching really strong out of the bullpen for the Cubs. Um, but the one thing they needed to do, they did, and everybody was questioning if they were going to get the guy from uh, Pittsburgh, the second baseman for Pittsburgh, and they did one better. I think they, <laughs> they went and got this Cesar Hernandez from – uh, the the guardian angel the guardian angels or guardian <laughs> angels Indians in the outfield yeah, yeah so this I mean guy. gold glove defense low strikeout low strikeout guy and he's not even known for his power he's all about the contact approach he's got twenty plus homers he's batting seventh <laughs> eighth I mean are you kidding me this guy's the probably the second best hitter on the team right now and we give up one minor league pitcher Cleveland. Is in kind of tank cell mode, whatever you want to call it. Tito's health is an issue again. He's out again. Just a matter of time before they get rid of uh, that. This will be a nice get for anybody. It's good. But quietly, you're like, damn, all right. Because I remember the guy coming up, and you always seen his numbers like, this guy's pretty good. He always came up with a big hit against us. Just like Castellanos was in Detroit. Real under the radar, kind of did his thing, professional approach. Guy's a gold glover. I'm like, Mandrigal, see ya. This guy's got another year. <laughs> Give me two more years of Cesar. Yeah. Cesar, whatever you want to say. I mean, this guy's I, a fuck. Hey, hit a home run from both sides of the plate in the series already. And that's the thing. Like, you guys, to be honest, that's the only hole you really had. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because these young guys have been the coming up. going to come back. Right. Yes, and they're coming back with Roberts and Jimenez. Uh, and you had Sheet step up, Berger stepped up. You know, you were getting some good things out in the outfield, but you really needed to shore up that second base. And you guys just, I mean, Rick Nobody Hahn was just, talking about no. this guy being on the, on the block. And that's what I love about Rick Hahn. There's 32 teams in MLB. You don't have to get story. There's other second basemen. You don't have to get the big name. They're probably asking, like I was telling you, I don't care who you trade. Just don't trade like Berger and Sheets and them. Because they're going to help you. Don't do that. Some minor league pitcher I never heard of before, fine. Fine. I, I can't believe straight up for this cat. They, when they got him, <laughs> fucking Ozzy said, and he's got 20 homers. I mean, never, all of a sudden he's got the power. I, I That Rakan is a fucking G. He's a good general manager. I, he comes up with moves like this. Sometimes these moves put you over the top. Well, that, and, 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 and you could just, when it all started. Not he, like they said, he's playing chess, but he's playing checkers. Yeah, right? And, and that whole. The Kimbrel, and you take a look what we gave up for Quintana. Yeah. We gave up Kopech and Jimenez. We gave no, him Eloy. Or C, sorry. Yeah, he's yeah, going to pitch tonight so you can see what you gave up. Yeah, he's it, been dealing. Yeah, it's just like, what are we doing here? And we give up the best closer in the game right now. Yeah. Right now as we speak, <laughs> we get Nick Madrigal. I, I mean, he, he's not magical. No, he's, he's hurt all the time. Yeah, he's the IR guy. He's the IR wizard. So it's he's just, a try-hard practice player, like you would say. He's a try-hard that gets hurt. You know all the this time. who reminds me of when we had the riot, and I forget the other guy. They were the LSU combo middle infielders. 
Oh yeah. I I can't remember the second Terry guy. Terry Owen, uh, the other guy. That's who it reminds me of. We're gonna have these two white guys <laughs> stroll in the middle of the field. Nico and uh, Nikki two strikes. Yeah, it, <laughs> these guys can only barely get the ball out of the infield. Yeah, you know. If they maybe we got an accident. Yeah, yeah, maybe we got to move in the fence about halfway to the outfield for these guys to get home let runs. Let them use a metal bat. Let I mean, it just it, it reminds me of that all over again. That early, um, the two thousands. I can't remember Grosselanic? who that other. No, not Grozelanik. He he was a part of that 03. It was a little later than that. Um, Ugh, I just. But that's what it reminds like me you of. Said, and I'm what not. If the I'm Cubs not happy. Gave away Torres or Chapman. He was the best closer, and we had to give up Nikki two strikes. Like I said, Rickon's playing chess. I mean, all right, that's it? And we get the second baseman. He's in our division. I'm like, who? Yeah, because. And the chief calls me, that's that fucking guy. We can never get him out. And the, I, I the said, funniest yeah. thing was because I was listening to sports radio in Chicago, and it was just like they were hoping that someone they could some way get a deal done for Ramirez from the Indians yeah. because they're like, well, they're fire sailing. Hell, we'll take them. Yeah. You know because he's played plenty of games at second base, even oh, this yeah. year. Oh, yeah. So well, if they would have got him, please. Oh, I, my God. I mean, it would just been like. And they were hitting Abreu in that series. I don't know if you've seen that. Like They hit him yeah. a bunch of times. They got hit in the head. And it, Ramirez went right over to him and was talking to him. You know, and then he went and started chewing out Sandy Alomar. said, this is on, on purpose. This is some bullshit. And we're out of it. Well, what are we doing? But they're tight. They yeah. got the Dominican and the Cuban Connect. They're tight. And, uh. Oh man, if they would have got him, he plays outfield. He plays all over that yeah. guy. And, and that's the thing, like, and that, and we'll just go back, and don't forget that the White Sox may still have the best moves at the trade deadline that they didn't have to do anything for. They're getting Eloy back. He's coming back. He's, he's hit a home run. Wet. He's getting his feet wet. He's all right. And he's doing well, and he wants to play the outfield. He looks a little thinner, moves a little better, but they're still waiting oh, for Al Robert. Pantetta's coming next week. They said Monday, probably tomorrow. I mean, this is unbelievable. I can't. This is going to be. Hopefully, it is a magical season for them. I'm not a White Sox fan, but I am a baseball fan, and I just, just want to see good a little, things it's happen. Getting a little magical because of how good that Rodon is doing. This guy was probably he comes back almost on a minimum. I remember sitting here, I downstairs. I'm like, they just brought Rodon back. Are you fucking kidding? When, when is this experience? All of a sudden, the guy's an all star. Him and Lance Lynn are going at it for Cy Young. I mean, this is the kind of year they're having. And then Lance Lynn signs a team-friendly deal to come back, which also Jed Hoyer kind of threw those guys under the bus. Look at Lance Lynn. He wants to stay in Chicago. Look at the contract he took. That's, he wants to stay somewhere. So you, you got guys, they like the culture. Now, I, I don't want to give the credit to Larusa just because I think it was already set up with, like, Tim Anderson. Tim and, Anderson and, and Abreu, Abreu set that culture. Tony's just the old guy, like, bitching at the barbershop. Shut up. You know, I think the players are like, we're just going to win. Just let him sit in the corner. And we got this. We're going to listen to that pitching coach. <laughs> Ethan Katz yeah. has Cease and Rodon, all these guys. Yeah, we're going to listen to him. How, I, Hitters. Ronaldo Lopez. This guy's come up in the last two weeks unhittable. Are I they throwing him out of the pen? Out of the pen right now. He's like, starter throws a lot of pitches, fifth, sixth inning guy. He's they done a couple bullpen games with him. He goes one time through the lineup, didn't allow any hits to one time with like four or five strikeouts. And I told Chief, he needs to spend time every day with the pitching coach. He ain't getting that in Charlotte. His numbers there were terrible. Since he came up, it's 
breath of fresh air. He's with the guy every day doing bullpens. Well, you do bullpens in Charlotte. He's not, yes. He's there next to you in Chicago when you're doing. He's 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 probably the best guy on the bullpen right now, stuff wise. Well, I mean, him and Cease were the the two guys that you would talk about who got the electric oh, yeah. stuff. Um, and I thought Ronaldo had the best stuff out of the Giolito Dunning Lopez. Lopez has the best stuff out of that. Yeah, trade. he just couldn't. Can never put it together. Yeah, you know, it could be a Don Cooper thing. It could have been a lot of things. But what? this young guy done a lot with these guys. They wrote on. I mean, geez. yeah. I mean, we'll just go back to the, the whole Giolito thing I too. Hope he's the next manager. So let, let's just. I mean, and we'll take a look around MLB. Anything else stand for out the to Sox, you? Though this week okay. coming up. They're going to go out west and play Oakland. It'll let you know if they're for real or not. They're going to play Oakland. I think they're going to play Seattle. When they go out west, it's always – they're going to play some good teams. We'll see. Yeah, you know, it, it is a measuring stick. I know how a lot of people do it, but they got like a 20-game lead in the, you know, in the central. So what, what is there to prove? Like, you're going to play teams you're going to see in the playoffs, though. That was the problem last year. You've seen Oakland, and you were playing – well, it was last year was different because you were playing all the central teams. Well, the, also the thing is too was though, is that you don't you didn't have that one two punch like you do right now, and I don't, I don't know where you go with that lineup, uh, the pitching rotation come playoffs, but you gotta like. Well, Keiko's out. Yeah, you gotta He's like. He's not good enough. Lynn, Rodon, yeah. and Kopech. You gotta well, go with those three. You're talking about Giolito. Well, in the bullpen. I mean, Giolito, yeah. sorry. Yes, yeah, Giolito. But so, like you said before the show, you have <laughs> seven, eight, nine, Opec, Kimbrough, Hendricks now. Ask your starters, give me what you got for six innings. That's pretty pretty not – when you got guys like you got, six innings is not a lot. No. They empty the tank for six. I'm not talking nine. I'm talking six. We got those three last innings. Kopech was thrown yesterday. Unbelievable. He's nasty. And, you know, Keiko – Thanks for all you've done, but you know, you're not good enough to be patient. In the- but he's right. he's a perfect guy. He he'll, he'll take up. a back seat. He's cool. Yeah, he knows. He don't have like the pride's not going to get hurt. He's not going to get. He he wants to win. Is why he came here. Oh, yeah. He's gonna fly in here. Yeah. Dogs, it's funny when the dogs go. After- yeah, um, but around MLB, Mike, the Dodgers go ahead and make some more noise. How do you get? How do you make that team better? You go well. You go out and get Max Scherzer, probably the best, and Trey Turner. <laughs> it, ridiculous. I love it, man. And you know, they kind of the Bauer thing is like not even talked about right now. You don't even hear about it. It's it's in the same boat with the Deshaun Watson thing. Those things are just off to the side and working themselves out. Where the Dodgers would need to move on. Yeah, but we're the, not going to play they, second. But Bauer's not around. No, Watson is right. Yeah. <laughs> We're not going to play uh, little brother of the Padres who just made a huge trade. We're going to make one bigger trade. This is like Yankees-Boston like 10 years ago. You're going to trade for the one best second baseman? Oh, we'll take. We'll take Trey Turner and one of the best pitchers, and uh, we'll do you one better. But Trey Turner, he was an outfielder. He could play outfield. When Seager comes back, no problem. He'll play outfield. Bellinger's terrible. Hey, what do you do with him? The odd man out. He's the MVP a couple years ago. What have you done for me lately? And I tell you what, the Dodgers ain't afraid to do that. Oh no, no, they. Oh, I, mean, I mean, they. I mean, Jock was their guy. Cespedes was their guy, and they're long. They're on their fifth or sixth <laughs> yeah. team now. So, yeah. 
we're, we're trying to win a World Series over here. Yeah. And this is what it is. And Scherzer goes his first game. He's just lights out. Oh, my God. Yeah. He's nuts. And the only other thing that I – one of the other stood out was your Blue Jays. The Blue Jays got themselves a little better. You know, they shirt up their bullpen a little bit. But, but that's the kind of haul Cubs were going to They got – they had to give away two of their best prospects. He only got two years left. He's a good pitcher. Yeah, don't get me wrong. He's not, you know, having a Kimbrel year. No. It's weird. Yeah. You know? It's weird. I mean, they, they gutted their farm system. That kid's good, that Berrios. He's good. I'm, I'm glad to see him go see you. But the Blue Jays, with, now with the guys they got, they got, they still got Ryu. You know, he'll take the ball. But Berrios is a, he's an ace. He's good. And hey, they, they make some noise in the playoffs. Now, you, you said you got two guys you could get you a win. Yeah, and then we already talked about the Yankees going ahead and getting them two left-handed hitters. Uh, well, Washington, they just got that. They just done. Schwarbs went to Boston. Yeah, well, Schwarbs went to Boston. Lester went to the Cardinals, and you know it's. How about if you're a Cardinals fan right now, give a courtesy call to see if all right. All the moves that they've made. Ugh. Yeah, those. I mean, that's help. You're screaming for help. Everybody's on the. On the bridge over there, looking at the water. Don't jump. It'll be all right. I know you got all the big names over there. I mean, individually, but the Milwaukee Brewers just keep chugging along. There's something about that Fred Council. I, I don't He's know. He's the new Zen Master. He's like, he gets some guys. He gets these guys playing. sides that don't other teams don't want. Wilt. It might not be your guy, but they're our guy. That's their motto. They got guys over there. This when the Sox had that. Uh, I told Chief, we're talking. Oh, Lynn, he's got this cutter. Yeah, Lynn, Lance Lynn against Woodruff. I said, Lance Lynn's good, don't get me wrong, but his cutter's at 92, 93. Woodruff's throwing at 98, 99, it's a little harder to hit you. I mean, their, their rotation's scary. Man. Scary good. And, and then they got the guy with the long hair. He's just as nasty. I mean, then you got Hader out of the bullpen. Forget it. They get a lead on you. They're doing it all with Yelich. isn't doing anything. He's hitting... Yeah. So that that if he gets going, oh man, watch out! I know it's going to be interesting. Uh, you the know, NL playoffs is going to be interesting. It will be. I think it's going to be a lot more interesting than than A-L. the ALAO. I think it's going to be black and white. <laughs> it's just, so? Yeah, it's going to be these. You got your big dogs up there, and they're just going to continue doing what they do. Like you said, I think it all really depends on who those. That wild card game might say a lot yeah. in the AL. How that matches up. Yeah, yeah and, and who's kind of playing hot and who's got That's their pitchers true. all lined up. Um, because, you know, if you you are looking at, you know, the Yankees are the Yankees. They'll still be dangerous, but they're pitching. Okay, yeah. They got one one big, big guy. I mean, he could beat anybody. And it's not like they don't have – I mean, them other pitchers are, you know, they went out and got some guys. Is Severino ever going to come back? He's been. I mean, he was at for two years. He was like their guy, and all of a sudden, he just hurt, hurt, fell hurt, off, right. and yeah. And then they got the, whatever that Chinese guy. He retired. He was playing in the Olympics. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I don't know what the hell happened to him, and he was a stud. Yeah, he was. I can't Tanaka. remember. Yeah, Tanaka. It's just unbelievable. Not the Tanaka from Major League. Tanaka from. You have no. You had no marbles. <laughs> yeah, you had no marbles. But let's transition over into uh, the first week of training camp. You know, oh, uh, boy, we got some sound all, bites from the first yeah, week. Yeah, it's all lined <laughs> up for, uh, you know, for Hard Knocks to appear on Tuesday night oh, with I the Dallas wait. Cowboys. They already but, had a fight yesterday. Aaron Donald, they said, was starting it. 
Oh, I can't wait for that. Yeah, so let's just go ahead. We'll talk about our home team, the Chicago Bears. Um, are you are you able to play tackle? <laughs> I heard that they had some open invites going. Well, up. Mike, I'm way past my prime, <laughs> all right. uh, but all I know is the defense has a swag back. Yes, they do, and they we s- called it. They got the Fangio swag back. They got one of his disciples, man. And you know, you just take a look at the quote from Mac. My job is to sack the quarterback. Like I'm here to sack the quarterback. <laughs> so right. like he, no he's second all in- thoughts about dropping or what I got to do in this play. It's pin the ears back and go. It's just, it's a, just love hearing that from him because it, 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 over these past few years, you didn't know what he was doing. I, it, we talked about it in previous shows that this guy and, and him and Robert Quinn were paying all this money to these two guys and are out dropping in coverage. What the heck is going on? Your job is to sack the quarterback. So it's nice to hear and see these, you know, they're paying quick, they're flying around, causing havoc. So turnover, the turnover bucket. Who now turned over to a basketball trash can? I don't know nice. if you've seen that. I, I read something about it. So yeah. they call it the turnover trash can or whatever. So it was just like this blue bucket, and I don't know what they throw in there. But now they got one of those, like back in the day in your room with yeah. those tin cans. You had the little basketball hoops. You shoot uh-huh. your paper wa- the paper uh, wads in there. So that's what they moved up to now on the sidelines. So so how, just Andy Dalton's like. So you guys decided to get your swag back when I'm here. or? Yeah, he's, I, I mean, Jesus, he's, he's probably—they're probably flying all over. The well, let's just see. I mean, <laughs> poor guy—they're flying all over the place, and There's we're no still tackles. we're still looking for our tackles. If we uh, open yeah. up and we're looking for our tackles. We go ahead and draft one in in the second round who had a first round grade. Mm-hmm. Um, Tevin Jenkins has yet to practice. He has a bad back. He has a bad back, and uh, Mike, you had this theory that maybe we didn't do our due diligence. It, that's a problem. I mean, we could talk all we want, but the guy fell for a reason. It wasn't character reasons. Why is he falling? The guy's a first-round tackle. Everybody in their mock draft that did a mock draft had him as a first-round tackle. And all of a sudden, he's into the second round, and we trade up to get him. It becomes, did everybody know about the back? And the Bears also know about it, but they didn't think it was a huge issue. They still got him. Or did they not do their homework? And everybody else knew. And you're the dumbest guy in the room. So it it there's questions that are being raised because now there's no tech. Yeah, Jermaine Fetty's on the pub list with a uh, hip flexor. So who knows what's what's going on over here? Nick Foles does it, does Indy want Nick Foles for a tackle? Well, uh, that's a backup tackle. That's the thing, and it was funny because you know the whole uh, Marion Catholic thing and Dennis Kelly. Yeah, you know he started. Home. He just signed a couple weeks ago. He signed with the Packers, and it was just like I was hoping that. You know, maybe the Bears give him a chance because especially after seeing what we were here, I mean, I don't know what he got to go play up in Green Bay, but it's just like... the Batiari and him are tight. Yeah, well, they were just, you know, they were sitting there. They needed a backup tackle for at least for the first five weeks uh, this season because Batiari is still recovering from the ACL surgery that he suffered in the last game of the season. But it's just um, like, why didn't we go out and get a... He started all 17 games, last, or 16 games, yeah. 17, including the playoffs. It makes no so, sense. So, like, we're sitting here, and and we're still Jermaine Effetti. He wasn't, to me, he wasn't even, like, is he a starting tackle? He's, In the NFL, be. he didn't prove it. He should not be. So, what are we doing? So, so, that means we got a starter and a backup. We're not playing, and we don't have anybody else. 
Which, you know, it's it's a problem when you're the GM and you don't have depth like that. Good teams that compete have depth. They do. There's the, you know, do you think, honestly, that Andy Reid, that the Chiefs are at would ever have this problem? No. What well, the good, Chiefs good, got what, rid of their whole offensive line. But they got, but they got them all. They, they got a whole new old line, though. Yes, I know. They, they restacked. Right away. Yes. They re- I couldn't believe it. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, they had they got rid of all their offense alignment and even uh the the right tackle the all pro right tackle from the Chiefs I, I think he's still out there what are we doing yeah sign the guy give him the money yep. they don't want right tackle any, they don't want to pay any offense alignment except for Chuck Leno that's the only one they wanted to pay and how where'd that get you yeah but what are we doing there's got to be guys out there there's plenty of names out there but we don't want to address it with the all oh, next week's the first fucking preseason game. And oh, now you yeah. got now if Andy Dalton goes down because of that, you gonna throw a rookie in there with no tackles? Well, that's the thing, you know. And, and Andy Dalton is still number one, and I guess he. I mean, he's looked really good. He's, everybody's saying he looks good, but he, it's it's still not. We're the sound bites over. I heard, they don't want to play Justin Fields at all this year. They want to give him the home home stream. N- n- they do. You're right. I uh, I've heard that as well. And and but if Dalton looks good and he can make these passes, if he can show some flair that he did in Cincinnati in his early years, um, you know, if he comes in the system, he's getting a ball out quickly. He is a good quarterback. Uh, but, but he needs the time. He does need the time, and we do have to show up this offensive line. We have to get this figured out. And and that's been our bugaboo for the last few years, and we still haven't addressed it. Yes, we addressed it with. Uh, uh, Daniels in the middle, but he's been out injuries. He's not. He's not practicing. Ugh. And and then we got the the Cody Whitehair who's had injury problems. Yes, are they good in the interior? Yeah, they are stout in the interior. But our tackles have been an issue. I, I can't even tell you the last guy who who I want to say the big guy, uh, the huge seventy one. I can't even remember his name. Well, it's the been be- so long. Big Cat Williams. Oh, Big Cat. But the last one was what? Uh, what's his name's son? Uh, he's playing for the Chiefs now. Kyle Long. He was the last right tackle that they had that was there as a staple. He was the last one. He wasn't that good there. He's no. a better guard. Yes, and then he moved him in. So He needed to be in the phone booth. But Here we, we're back to the same predicament that we've been in for the last few years with no tackles or I just really subpar about, I don't care about Dalton's. I think their schedule's tough, but there's you can win games if the defense has the swag back and you run the football and play the clock to your advantage. You know, ask Dalton to do what Dalton can do, not ask him to do too much. Yeah, they can win a lot of games. I think there's more than, you know, and then Fields comes in next year and you kind of revamp like the Chiefs did. Alex Smith and Mahomes' offense is different. Mahomes could do more. They asked him to do more. But... The problem is, if you don't have tackles, ain't nobody that's going to be on playing under center is going to be upright. It's, it becomes a problem. Like, the Foles experiment last year was hard to watch. He has no time to throw the football. It'll be that way. And, you know, you can pretty much kiss all them receivers. Or, what's his name? Goodbye. He'll, he'll sign somewhere else. Hey, Rob. Yeah, I mean, if he doesn't get the ball, he's not going to stay. He already wanted the extension. You didn't give him. He won't stay. I, need, I think they can franchise him one more time, but. Yeah, but if they franchise him now, it's going to be way too much. Yeah. I think it's almost like $29 million. Now, who do they say is but, going to play corner on the other side? Do they say anything about that? They're going to be they, the veteran? You know what? I, I had that in my notes, but I wasn't really. They say that, that that corner from last year, the rookie, they said they like a lot. 
Yes. The, Vildor the, or something? Vildor? The other, not Johnson, the other guy. Vildor, right? Yeah. yeah. They really like, and he's stepping up. Um, That's what, if this new D corner can get the damn secondary end up and stop pointing fingers and be where they're supposed to be, they'll be good. But last year, they were so out of place. I swear they were so out of place. And you got to remember Eddie Goldman coming back in the middle. You know, and they 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 lost, you know, Urban and, and the James, whatever, Robinson, whatever that guy, hyphenated name. They they found some other guy to kind of refill his place to give them, them guys a break in the interior. But I'm... I'm Quinn's the, hurt, too. I'm not worried about the defense. The defense will be fine. The good thing is you keep hearing. I want to hear keep hearing more about the offense, but it's difficult when you can't look past the tackles. But you know, Darnell Mooney and David Montgomery are looking. You know, they've said that they've, they've taken tremendous strides moving up. But the question is, is Dalton going to be able to give him the ball because he, if he's upright, or and is Matt Nagy, who's calling plays again, is he going to give David Montgomery his fifteen? touches 15 to 20 touches a game is he going to do that montgomery now you have to remember cohen is coming back yeah he's going to take he's going to take snaps away you know he's going to take snaps away from montgomery he's just gonna he's he's you know last year towards the end when the offensive line was bad and they had to run the ball i think it was when the other guys calling plays montgomery's like jonathan taylor at indy it took indy a while to figure it out took frank Wright a while to figure it out them guys need a lot of carries to get lathered up. They don't get going until after carry like number 12 or 13. They get going late. Taylor on carry 22 is better than him on carry 2. That's just how they are. They got the, like the Frank Gore swag about them. They need to, need to get lathered up. And David Montgomery, the more touches he gets, the better he is. He's, he's not good for two touches here, and then a quarter later he's getting three more. No. See, and that's the thing. They just It was so infrequently touches. For these backs, like you, you, like you said, it'd be too early, you know, on the first series. We'll go first down, second down, give them a rush, and we won't see them until the end of the second quarter. Yeah, like getting rushes uh, at the end of the sitting quarter the because we're sitting here trying to eat clock up to go back in the the, the halftime. You know, not down so much, or we're you know we weren't up much last year, so it was just to kind of to move on to the next uh, to the halftime. I want to see Cole, more Cole Clement too. I I need to see. Him take strides forward, whether it's blocking, whatever. But later on, when someone else was calling plays, he got more action, more touches. I I want to see Montgomery and Cohen on the field 80% of the time together. Where's the ball going to go? If they're on the field together, you don't know. If one of them's on the field, can't take Montgomery out. Or down. I mean, it's predictable. Put Cohen in the slots. Motion him to the slot. What do they do with Tyree Kill? Sometimes he's in the backfield. Sometimes he's out wide. Let's do some of that. I mean. And the it thing is, I don't, but I don't think we use Cohen as a decoy enough. Yeah, like let him when go he's motion. on the field, yeah, when he's on the field, we just give him the ball. Yeah, so everybody knows. Let There's him go no, in motion, fake, fake jet sweep to him, do something else, do something. You're right. What is Tyree Kill? The best thing that he does sometimes is go in motion to clear guys out of the fucking way because he's such a problem. Yeah, they were wide open space for Kelsey. Right. Well, we gotta we. Cole Komet could be, I think he could be really good. And we just have to unleash the guy. He's a nasty guy. When he gets the ball, he could be really good, but he's got to get the touch. He's the first round tight end. Come on, you know. Don't don't uh, Olsen him now. Don't think he's no good and trade him. Make him good somewhere else. Don't do that because he's good. He can play. 
They just need to get some of these guys the ball. You know, you spend draft capital on guys, they need the ball. Well, the problem is we haven't had a quarterback that can do that. And, you know, hopefully Dalton can do this supplemented for the year and then hopefully Fields moving into the future. Now, if Dalton gets hurt, Fields goes in right away. He's got to. He has to. There's no questions. I I don't think if Dalton's healthy and can play, he plays. Now, if it's Dalton has to miss a game, I don't know if you see Fields. I think you might see Foles. Whole week to prepare, maybe not, right? Yeah, and it kind of depends where they're at. Or if it's like where it falls on the – if it falls on the There's the, the bye Chiefs week. notable addition, center, guard, guard, tackle. <laughs> I, yeah, so it, it. it's just – but it's just like – Jarek McKinnon, oh, by the way, that guy's a stud. Healthy. You know, it's just – the rich get richer. That's a good organization. Let's, uh, about the Bears, one more thing, though. Yeah. I think – Last year, the Chargers had in mind the same thing for Tyrod and Herbert. Tyrod's a guy, as long as he's healthy. That's what's going to happen with the Bears. As soon as that kid gets it, he's going to set the city on fire. And ain't no going back for the Red Bull. Well, I mean, That's going to happen. My, it's going to happen. The man is already setting the NFL on fire because he's number three in jersey sales right now. So can you imagine if this guy comes in in Chicago – and starts, the guy's he's going to be number one on the jersey it's, it's sales. He might like, surpass Tom Brady. It's just like when okay, when Tyrod got you know, fucked him with needle. Chiefs were like, "Where's where's we all week? We got Tyrod now. We got this kid in there. It's different. It's different." And, and Herbert had the same kind of offense, kind of like Ohio State. They can move and they can make throws. And they're like, "We didn't sign up for this." So whoever the Bears play, that's what's going to happen. This kid's going to run around. He's going to make. He's an athlete. It's been a while since we had that type of athlete, even on the offense. Not even at the quarterback. It's just on the offense. Period. Who could just bust it? It's going to be like when Lamar came in. Did you tell me this guy can go four three and take it to the house and break something? It's going to be like that. Yeah, it'll be special. And I just Andy Dalton, stay healthy, dog. Because as soon as you get hurt, you ain't getting it back. That's all I got to say. Yeah, and anything else to finish up with the Bears? No, I just I love the fact the defense, black and blue, the defense runs shit still, still further notice. So, just as oh. long as they got the swag, I'm I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited. So okay, let's go around the league. Any any news around the league that you? Really, just you know, Wentz is out, so the, you know the Colts are going to make a move for a quarterback. I think it's a weird injury. It. Like they don't, he could be good in three weeks, or could take twelve. It took a bone out of his. Oh. Yeah, well, I mean, they got same thing they happened. Got I guess biscuit still. No, he's gone. Shit. They got, they got? Uh, Easton, the not guy Jake they from, drafted. No, not, not Jake. Jake no, Easton, Jake the other from. guy that was that who went out to Washington. Oh, all right. They drafted him the year before. That guy's pretty good. Um. They're saying he's getting the number two reps, but I can see something. If something goes down and it's Foles <laughs> moving his Round way over. Round two, huh? Yeah, get over there with old Frankie. We uh, had the, the only thing in the NFL really going on is the Hall of Fame. We had one game so far. Nice to see football back. It was nice to see with fans in stands. Yep, and, it was awesome. But, you know, we got some people being paid. Yeah, Darius Leonard just got paid today. I've seen that. Good Darius Leonard, is Josh that, Allen. That, that Darius Leonard was a small school guy, right? Yes, he small was. school guy. The kind of like, whoa, how this guy get drafted so high? The guy's a dog. 
dog. So yeah. good, good for him. Hey, work hard, bust your ass. You know, small school guy, anything can happen type guy. Yeah, Josh, Josh Allen, Allen forty three million got the bag. <laughs> he just cashed in. That's when's the last time you seen a Buffalo guy get money like that? I just like to see. Hey, he's your guy. He's a stud. He's your guy. I mean, what does Stefan Diggs go ahead and retweet right away? Pay the man. Pay the man. Pay him. He's a player. I like him. You see some of like the clips of him at camp, all the handshakes. You he's know, out there tossing the ball around with the fans, the little oh, kids in the stands. It. He's the guy, man. He, they haven't had a guy like this since so with Jim Kelly probably. Yeah. You know? That's yeah. good for them. And then uh, Zach Wilson struggles in yeah. their first kind of little scrimmage. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's going to be – you know, the New York is going to tear you up. So I like to see – I want to see these guys play in preseason. I haven't been this excited about preseason. I even want to see my boy, you know, uh, Bengals. I, he, he didn't get to see much of him. He got hurt. So, see him come back and uh, the old Tiger King. And then, of course, we got the number one and two picks. Oh, we, we got to see how they look in preseason. When the bullets are flying, they say. When another team is on the other side, they can, they can hurt you. Let's see how you move and get out of the way. Now, Lamar got paid too, didn't he? Or no? Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. He's, his is coming, I believe. Yes. Stuff about that. But... I don't know. I, there's some teams that I – like I was watching the Steelers the other night. I think they might finish last in that division. I think they might finish last. Just being straight up. I think the Bengals will have a better – they're on the downside of – a lot of those guys are downside of their – they don't – you look at some of the names. No. We'll have to see how that offensive line rookie, turns out. They got the rookie running back from Alabama. Got Najee. Starting to inject a little bit of youth. Receiving core, all right, a little. Big Ben. They, what were they, 11-0? The worst 11-0 team. Yeah, they were not good. And then they get in the playoffs and get smacked around. The Browns are, their arrows pointing up. Um, we're watching them right now. They got training camp live. I'm excited to say. This coach is good, man. Kevin yeah, Stefanski. This, this guy, to do the, what he's doing in Cleveland, he's got, they got the swag back going on offense, too. And then Chubb got the bag. That's who got. It. He's a stud. So, well, I mean, both of them guys are unbelievable backs. But and I want to see some Dan Campbell. I'd like to see some more Dan Campbell sound bites after a couple of preseason. Eleven thousand grams of caffeine a day. <laughs> Is that what he takes? Yeah, in? before eight o'clock. You didn't hear wow. that sound bite? <laughs> no, that's what he said. Yeah, so he go. He goes. <laughs> Dan Campbell sound bites. He's got a red face all the time. Yeah. yeah. So he's telling him his Starbucks order. So he goes to Starbucks to get coffee. He gets the he gets the large. The huge, yeah. So he didn't even say the grande. He said large. I get a large. So you're going to Starbucks. It's you know, Bente grande is yeah. the large. And give um, me a large. They're not going to question yeah. him. Yeah. And he gets a shot of espresso in it. He gets two of them. Oh wow! Okay. Eleven thousand grams of caffeine before eight o'clock. My man. That whole that whole drink is eleven thousand. Both of them together. Oh, my. Sorry, I'm sorry, 1,100 grams. 1,100 grams. 1,100 grams of caffeine. Just start the day off. Start the day. Does he just run through part of the wall to get into his office? Or I what? don't know. That's why he's biting kneecaps. Yeah. I'm, t- I'm just saying, I know a lot of people think he's like a WWE wrestler. But he might be good for Detroit. Like, they might need that. They, they just been missing, like, they don't have a pulse for the last 10 years. And they had one of the best quarterbacks 
my generation to play for them, and they just wasted them. So maybe that's what they need. Inject some life into that place over there, Ford Field. And then you got Joe Judge saying that he had a, a, a partial uh, because the team got in a fight. It was good to see. So you're you're talking about they're going ahead for the typical, uh, you know, soundbite guys, Joe Judge and, and Coach Campbell over there is just who's Judge? Who's that now? New York Giants. Oh yeah, they had a, they, they had a they said Daniel Jones was on the bottom of the pile. Yeah, trying to break it up. And he, he got a little happy. Yeah. Yeah, he, Joe Judge got a little happy. I like to see it. it was that what Hard Knocks that one year? Rex Ryan said, "We're we've been sudden. We need a good fight here." And he, he told the one guy, just go get into it. It needs a good fight. I love it, man. I love it. So, and, then so, and, then, and I'm like, are you surprised they draft Penny? No. Draft oh, a big, no. nasty motherfucker. I can't <laughs> wait to see him. Me, me, I like, mean, that dude might be the best player in the whole draft. You're talking about Jonathan Ogden type guy. Yeah. To be there for 15 years and be wearing one of those gold jackets. Oh, yeah. yeah and, I can't wait because he didn't play last year, so I'm excited to see him. How about college? And we got to talk a little college with. Going on with the Big 12. Well, I, do you want to talk about it now? You want to continue on with the football topic? But I got to do one little shout out. We got to say farewell to RG. Yeah. He's going into the booth. Is he? Yeah, ESPN. Oh. Yes, there was a huge bidding war between ESPN and Fox for RG3. Good for him. Man. But he does have an out in his clause in case someone wants to hire him. No, unless Arena Football's coming back. No, sir. <laughs> Yay. Get get comfortable in the boots, huh? Yeah. So, <laughs> but I I just real quick with the college, like we didn't really touch on like the players getting paid now and all that, and we now, didn't. It's it's crazy. It, like I I was just looking at. I don't even like that quarterback from Oklahoma because I seen him on that Friday Spencer night. Spencer Rattler. I don't like him because I seen him on the Netflix show. He's in he's Jag. One hundred fifty bucks for his autograph. I mean, these guys are charging. The Alabama's guy isn't taking a snap, and he's in there. Now, I know that they had to do something, but don't you think maybe it could get out of hand? Out of hand? Well, that's, that was always the biggest concern because, like, what do you do? Are you supposed to If I'm it? an alum and I own a business, I'm going to give you a million dollars to say you endorse my company. You go here. Come on. Like, it's gonna get it's gonna it's, get gray. It's, it's gonna get getting, ugly. It's getting out of hand. I should say. I mean, it, the Alabama guy hasn't even taken a snap yet. He's a is a millionaire. Yeah. And, and the thing is, like, you can. There's got to be some way that you can, uh, kind of maybe max this out. Yeah, like a cap. How much you can? Yeah, like so you can only take X amount of money from one business, like one business. Right. You can have multiple businesses or whatever, but. You can't be going ahead. One company can't give you a million dollars. I don't. I don't think that's right. But. I I agree with like the last guy on the roster. If I'm in the NCAA game, I'm going to make, which I never would before. I would probably walk on. But if my name and my numbers in there, cut me a check for that guy. I'll never, you know, because the other guys are getting paid anyway. Put it that way. Yeah. Top recruits are getting paid anyway. So these guys that are the smaller guys. Maybe the D lineman, old lineman. That yeah, we've not, seen that now. Faces. Now people want to get their Heisman's back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, I like it for those guys or the walk-on guys. Like if I'm, if if I'm on ESPN, yeah. If you're marketing me, everybody should watch the game tonight. Yeah, you know. But there's got to be a cap where these other guys, the the top ten picks. There's got to be a cap. I mean, come on. Look, dude, you're already going to school for free, <laughs> and. 
now all of a sudden you're now you're charging all this money. You might not be a, a pro ever in the NFL. You know, it's just it's crazy. You, you know, and the thing is, it's just like you hear the stories all all the time that they're you know the the universities are using these players and they're getting all this money, making all this money. You just always wanted them to be able to get home, have good meals, and if they want to go out for a night, let them go out. Because you're hearing too many, you know, there's too many stories like there's a death in the family. Well, we, how, how am I getting home? I can't make it home. I don't have any money. Or the guys are robbing people. Yeah. yeah and it's just, sad. it's just like. And, they're, and ESPN's like, hey, come check this guy out. He's playing tonight. You guys don't have no money to eat. That, those are the horror stories. And it's just like, now granted, those at the big schools are treated fairly nice and yeah. have, have a great life. And, but at the same time, they, they, there needed to be some compensation. Now, this getting crazy. Man. What are they called? The nil, whatever? Yeah. Name, what is it? Name, insignia, and name, license, yeah. whatever. Recognition, yeah. yeah. Well, now, I'm excited that college football game's coming back. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I mean, I'm kind of treading the line here. That is exciting news. But I think it's the best football franchise ever. But when I'm seeing guys, the numbers, because they, they have to, you know, turn it in, how much you're making, I, whoa, damn, these guys are getting paid. I mean, they're getting paid better than some of the guys in the NFL, some of the marketing stuff. So, and you know what? Some of, and the other argument is, hey, if I hurt, hurt myself in college, I might not ever make it there. And I know they do take the insurance policies out and all that, but they do have a good point there too. You know? And then you had the fall of the Big 12, Mike. Oh, I got to show you a video after this. About, but I, it's gonna, this is going to be a thing now. Now, a lot of people are saying, does Notre Dame jump to the Big 12? Be the top dogs down there. They no. I, championships. I don't do that. Like, I'm, I guess I'm just a huge homer. I hope they go into the Big Ten. They say that eventually there's going to be the three big conferences. Four. Four, and then every. Yes. So I'm hoping if they can go ahead and solidify and get them in, let them join, get them in the East, whatever the East, and then maybe a, I know the rumors are like Iowa State coming yeah, in nice. in the West. The, the team leaving the Big 12. Yeah, but it all but these. But, you know, the Big 12 needed – not these two teams leave, but they needed to figure out like why West Virginia's there and why Iowa. This doesn't not right. I mean, West Virginia's in your conference and Iowa State. Geographically, it's right. I mean, I mean, it's kind of goofy. Yeah, now I guess money doesn't. You know, we're back in the day. Money, you know, travel expenses. That's eats up most everybody's right uh, budget. So I mean, why are you wasting all this money to go ahead and? Uh, travel across the country already which you, you don't need to but we'll see what oh happens boy, there's going to be their four Texas conferences and Oklahoma, be careful what you wish for because i'm just telling you right now that is a different animal down there. you can't beat tcu good luck against the a&m and mississippi state and this, i'm not it's, I, it's rough. I i feel for texas oklahoma i think will be all right <laughs> yeah i mean they're gonna be a shootout every week like they are anyway i think they'll be okay They've had the big recruits. They've made the college football playoffs a few times over these I hate past to say years. It, but I hope Sark doesn't. 
Well, that's the thing is, I, I hope Sark turns it around because I'd like to see him. I like the whole story of him getting his second chance, coming around, and I hope it all plans out for him. But it'd have been a lot mm-hmm. easier in the Big Twelve. It would have been a big difference in the Big Twelve. You know, you're Oklahoma now. Hey, I hope you liked your years in the college football playoff because if they don't expand it, you ain't going back. I just think it's too much of a dogfight. It's hard in the SEC. You don't. You can't pile up six, seven wins against West Virginia and Iowa State and TCU and get the resume built. You are in a fight every week. If you, I don't know what one of them is probably going to one side or the other. So whoever's on the Florida side, you know, better be going to church. Hopefully Texas can get on that side. Then you play Kentucky and Bulldogs and easier. You have to play Alabama and LSU in the same. It's it's a lot harder, a lot harder. <laughs> Every week, just to build up resume. Now, I think they should go to eight teams. There's rumors about that. I hope they do to help the little guys out. Yeah, I think that's inevitable. I think it's coming. Uh, I don't know when that contract's up for the new go around for the college football playoffs, but they got to expand it to the eight teams. I think you need to give these teams who do go 14 and 0 at least some glimpse of a hopes at least get the taste everybody likes that story though yes they like that because here's the thing David and Goliath story we can go back to the Boise State team we can go back to the Utah's who they come in and they beat beat Baylor yes they beat these teams who were supposed to be the next team out and they beat them handily yeah they beat them so don't like there is you know in Urban Meyer He's the first one to say it. He goes, if we were in the if we played in the SEC, granted. His Utah we, team. Yes, that Utah team with Alex Smith and them. If if we go ahead and we play in the SEC, we'll lose three games. Guaranteed. He goes, but you give us one game. All that time to prepare. We got a chance. He goes, my team will situation. have a chance. With a, but you were telling me week in and week out. Yeah, we're going to take our lumps. But you give me one game, I can go ahead and take it. Because I, I would have liked to seen the Cincinnati's of the world last year. You know, and what was that one team that beat BYU? Coastal Carolina? Let me see those guys. Even if they have to play each other to get it. They're in the playoff. They play each other. Winner plays Alabama. Or maybe give Notre Dame a break. Sure. <laughs> let, let the Irish play somebody else for, hey, well, that's, for the first round. We'll worry about that. We'll see in week where they are so, in week hey, six. I or just whatever. want to bring up college football because man, it's around the corner. We're like what two, three weeks away. It's like yeah. I mean, right? everybody reported this. Uh, usually, they report the first weekend in August, so everybody's reporting now and getting their first uh, glimpse of uh, what it's like for the first couple for the first month without school. Uh, All I know is hectic. my ducks better. There's, there's a couple of teams you better beat this year. Uh, you better beat Oregon State, and you better beat Cal. Last year, they didn't. There's no excuse for that. And we'll, do a, big, we'll do a big college sorry, football. I love college football, man. It's me. I, it just it fires me up more. Than I love it. I, I, I absolutely love it. it. I love sitting around all day Saturday watching from noon till 1 in the morning, I'll 2 watch, in the morning. I'll watch Pac-12 after dark. Yeah. Hawaii. We'll do it. I love it. And we got to do a fantasy football show. 
deep dive into some fantasy football talk. Well, that's all you. I mean, I'm not. I haven't played in years. You know why? You were my, at one draft a couple years ago. Yeah, I had to fill in because my brother moved out to Europe. The pun. But <laughs> we, I, well, as soon as I get the message, hey, and matey, when are you guys available? I said, oh shit, football must be getting around oh, the yeah. corner here. Yeah. I go pick up. I still go. I get the magazine. I still go old school. No computers. I need to look up an injury. I will do it on my phone, but I just stick with the old school. Around the corner, so a couple weeks, I think. Well, we got a transition. Big, big news here in the NBA. Yes, sir. You know, the NBA, had, we talked about the NFL offseason, how they kind of following suit of the NBA, but the NBA offseason could be the, maybe the best season for the NBA. It's better than the regular season, that's for sure. It so, is crazy. So our Bulls went out and made some big splashes. I think it started with the draft. Sit in the second round, fucking A.O. falls right to you. Nobody could tell me you watched last year's college basketball season. That guy wasn't a top 10 player in the, in the whole nation. He was a top 10. I don't disagree with you. He, hey, one game, he played like, hey, that's the beauty about March Madness. You don't play good in one game, you're out. He didn't have a good game. But the whole season, body of work, he was a top 10 player. And he's a huge guard. Well, what do you need? You need a guard? They stood where they were at. They didn't trade up. Talk about another good GM. That guy, that AK is good, man. Like, hometown guy, man. Come on. You got to love it. You do. You do got to love it. I mean, they go out. The first move they made was for Alex Crusoe. Kind of filling the back of point guard. <laughs> okay. White chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> but He's not a bad player. No, and it's funny because like I laughed when they did it, but then I did my research and look at him. I, he is a very good bench player. Like Mike Dunleavy was. Yeah, like you're, you're, he'll start for you, fill in a nice starter. And, and it was funny because after researching, they said the biggest loss for LA was losing Alex Crusoe. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, come on. He they does just a lot got, of stuff that nobody wants to do. He yeah. does the gritty stuff. And, you know, they we got all know those that things. the guys in the Bulls right now, they don't play much, a lot of defense. So he'll no, do that and, and, and that's the thing. Like, and, but, and then the next piece, you went out and got Lonzo Ball. I was surprised. Wow. I mean, He's good. He's a facilitator. They didn't need a, a 30 point a night point guard. You got Vooch and you got Levine. You don't need. And it's funny in, in looking at Lonzo Ball, he is not a guy who does really demand the ball to bring the ball up to court. Right. He has really honed his game over there in New Orleans. Really came into his own and, and found a way to play. And he is a an above average guard in, in the NBA. And, and the thing is, he's a good defensive player. Yeah, the one thing is, is he, he's got the length. He's very long. Um, so he's a he's, Billy Donovan guy all day. Pick yes. and roll guy, real well, long. It, it's funny because all these guys that they got, they're all huge pick and roll guys. You know, with Levine, Lonzo Ball is a huge pick and roll guy, Uchis. and then Demar Derozan is a huge pick and roll guy. Oh, by the way, they had another All Star. That guy's a stud. No, I mean, he's like the third best player on the team. Now, the, the crazy thing is, reading about all this stuff, a lot of the experts say this is a highly questionable deal that they made for DeRozan. He, he is, they he might have put them behind really? the Bulls. Yeah, moving forward, because he's got this huge contract. Yeah, he does, right. Because they did the sign and trade, so he's able to get the huge contract. They said it might hamper him, handicap him. What, draft picks? The draft picks 
and the huge money that he's owed because he is he is in his 30s so he'll be like 36 when this deal ends I said it might just keep him at the 500 in the low playoffs I don't see that I seen Billy Diamond do it at OKC in the West with the guy at the ragtag group they had making the playoffs that team's a three or fourth seed in the East now who's going to play the four I, I, Lowry's still on the roster well, he, he's still there. He might, he might go with the Euro Towers. Well, you got to remember, they got Marco coming. Yeah, the other Seminovich, guy. They signed him. Yeah, the he signed. European guy, right? Yeah, Seminovich. Where's he from now? Uh, he played in that same league Jokic and then played in. He, he's from Europe, though. Yes. Yeah. All right. So he signed. He's gonna be. The, he's gonna be. The he board. signed. So and they got Patrick Williams. Well, the starting lineup is what they said: Levine, Vucic, Ball, Pat Williams, and DeRozan. Oh, so they're going to go small. Pat Williams will play the four. Yeah, Pat Williams is going to play the four. I like it. So, that Pat Williams is good, man. And then you still have to worry. We got Io, Caruso, Kobe White. You got some guys. And Lowry, if he if they sign him. He could be a signing. They say, yeah, nah, they say, yeah, Lowry is pretty much gone. Like, the more and more I research. Him, right? Yeah, he's going to ask too much. And you got to forget, you, you forget, he's a formidable scorer in the NBA. Oh, they're going to get something for him. He, he gets your 24, that's what I about the 20 thing. points. I guess they got to say that because you didn't get a haul yet for Lowry. But they're going to get some draft picks and somebody for well, him. Hopefully they can get a sign of trade for him because he, he is a free agent. So Dallas loves Dallas wants some Team Europe over there, Jason Kidd. Well, there's a so couple other teams team that have wanted him. Uh, the Timberwolves are really high in him. Oh, yeah. So I don't know I what they can give you. I tell you what, man, yet, this but, AK – He's building this team like he built the Nuggets, getting these European guys and get some guards that can shoot. Yeah, and I was watching that. I was watching some clips about that Marco Suminovich. You know, he he's going to bring some excitement to the team. He'll be a nice bench player to start out. He's got to get his feet wet, but he's a good passer. Here we go, another pick-and-roll guy. He's a decent outside shooter. He's an above average for a big guy. But he, once he's again, yeah, he's like a 6'11 oh, type, 6'10 okay. nice. type. But once again, these guys coming from across the pond don't know how to play defense, and they need to put weight on. So One and two. Yes. So those are the things, but I'm very excited to go ahead and oh, watch this I move mean, forward. I mean, Billy Donovan, you, you walk into the gym, you see all these new faces. He's got to be ecstatic. But you got to – you do work. have to – You. I mean, I. there was no way I expected the Bulls to go ahead and get – They've never done this. No. Two – I mean, they've never been able to land – a big name free agent. They they have with like the guard now they have era. like four possible all stars. Any of those four guys: Levine, Vucevic, DeRozan, and um, Ball. Ball. They could all possibly make the all stars. They they've flirted with it or have done it. So when's the last time they had that? It's been a while. Been a We're going to have to see. And it's I'm Dang and Derrick Rose were there. For I'm I'm just no yeah. I'm just I'm excited to see what this what they look like once they start playing. I'd be excited to watch. I mean, they're going to play no defense, but they'll be scoring. And and that was like the big thing, um, you know, watching these guys and the, really the thing about Demar Derozan was like the the the, the 100, you know, basketball whatever that they they that mark that they use for defensive ratings. He is just awful. Oh, he's terrible. Yeah, and, and Vucic ain't too far behind either. Levine <laughs> ain't. So you'll have some lulls here in this defense, but if if we can get some great defense off of, you know, Pat Williams and Maybe Lonzo Ball, 
I, it's going to be interesting. You, but you got to be excited because Billy Donovan now has his guys moving forward. This is kind of what AK wanted. It's going to be it's going to be a fun season yeah, I like to that see. Pat Williams, he's a defensive first. Guy, so yeah, he's he's defensive minded. I like that dude. That's a good draft pick. I think Kobe White might get moved just because if you can get some something back or some capital back, these guys don't have playing time. You got Caruso and AO and. Yeah, we need a couple more guys coming off the bench, especially in the four and five positions. Yeah. I know they signed some some guys. Um, but they got, I don't you even know, know the guys that aren't on the roster anymore that I didn't didn't want to see. There's some guys I just didn't want to see anymore. Like move on from that. That was the bridge. We were bad. Let's move on and get some fresh fresh faces in there. That's what they got. Billy Donovan, coach man, you got you give him some horses. He's got horses now. I'm excited. What, what do you think about the Olympics? We had the closing ceremonies today. Uh... Yeah, or do you want to talk about we, there's other big news uh, in the NBA? Yeah, we can talk about what Westbrook. Yeah, I mean, oh, the man. Lakers loaded up. They went old. They went old. They're old, all right. You know, with Westbrook, Mello, Howard. They got a little young with Nunn, you know, Kendrick Nunn, uh, Malik Monk, and Tyler Horton Tucker, but... Uh, Butler got the got a big deal. Dude, they're building the Heat. I mean, Pat Riley ain't messing around there, and Eric Spolstra. They got Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry, PJ Tucker, Markeith Morris. They were able to sign Butler and and Duncan yeah. Robinson. So, yeah. I the Heat's gonna be. They'll be in the thick. Yeah, so you you'll be interesting to see there, and I you gotta love the movement. Always so much movement. They all. Crazy. Yeah. Westbrook was a draft night. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see uh, what the NBA looks like, but I think the West is pretty much, you know, locked up still. You know what? The Bulls get rid of the picks. You know, how many times have you seen, if you're out of the top five, out of the top, a rookie just come in and make a huge impact on your team? You know, I think I think they did it right. They did it right with the sign-in trades because them, them guys just don't make the impact like they used used to have like the John Walls and Lillard and them guys and just don't make the huge flash like they do anymore. I, I don't mind trading the pick. Not, as far as the NBA goes, it's a little different. Just don't make the immediate impact. Like, no. Like I, if you're going to trade the picks and you're going to make me the third or fourth seed in the playoffs, I think that's a good trade. I agree. I agree. I These guys take a little while to develop, and a lot of these guys don't even develop. Well, they're getting paid now. They might stay a couple more that might help the NBA a little bit. They need to get to these guys back with the four years. They need those guys to stay. If they're getting paid and, you know, I have to chase the money, hey, you know, imagine if Calipari can keep some of those Kentucky lines. Crazy. It'll help the college game and it'll help the NBA game too. It'll be good. Yeah, because I think we're seeing the seeing these guys coming from college. They're not making – some of them there's, – there's been a couple over the past few years, but not like – Lonzo's brother went and played in Australia, and he was better, you know, than going playing in the professional league. Yeah, professional against professional. And guys. that's what you hear those Europeans are like. Yeah, we've been playing since we were since Luka, we were fifteen, yeah, we're sixteen. Was, he hadn't lost a game until the semifinals in the Olympics this year since he was fifteen years old, playing with Slovenia. They hadn't lost with him on the team. So yeah, that's you wonder why he comes in the league and he's dominant. Like he plays through contact. These guys in FIBA don't call fouls like they do either. 
got to be able to play through a little bit. And there's no defense of three seconds, which is different. Yeah, and well, the Olympics, we're talking about the Olympics. The biggest biggest noise is, is Simone Biles. Yeah. And we, we have uh, kind of, we're, we're on <laughs> either side. Of it, yeah. Either side of it. Yeah. You know, I, I think it's, you know, when she first started out and they were talking about how they were scoring her and how she's doing, if she did the same thing, she would get less as something else. Like, to me, that's just a big, like, slap in the face because you are far superior than everybody else, so you are going to get higher. You have to reach a certain level. That's No, it's not how the game works. Yeah. Hey, uh, you've never done that. N- no. Yeah. So... And then she's saying she's coming up. She didn't feel right mentally and all this. She felt all the pressure. I mean, I commend her for doing it. You know, she felt like the weight of the world was on her shoulders. Especially, and we talked about it pre-show, is that these guys go out and it's just for a weekend. Every four years. Turn your whole life for a weekend. Some of these ladies don't make it back to another Olympics. Oh, sometimes you only do one. You're lucky to do two. Yes, especially in uh, gymnastics. There's always somebody coming up, right? Yeah, and I just felt like, you know, I just commend her for being able to pull herself. Now, granted, it was in the middle of the team, so she felt like the team event, and it was just like, it was just too much. And she wasn't right, and she didn't feel like she can go ahead and perform at her best. And she gave another... Uh, teammate, a p- uh, opportunity that she might not have never gotten, and I just commend her because you you hear all these stories about, you know, you take a look at Michael Phelps and what he's been through and what he felt. You know, the guy was on yeah, so he was suicidal at one point because they don't know of all what the to pressure. Do when it ends. Also, they what am I supposed to do with myself? I I swam every day. A lot of them have a hard time with that, realizing. Career's over. Now you got to do commercials or you got to get a job or something. So, be a coach? Yeah, I just don't know. Um, I just, I'm on the, a little bit of the other end. I mean, I understand about the judging and this and that, but I just think, man, because before all this stuff happened, you know, she was a GOAT and she, she was outspoken how she how good she was. And yeah, rightfully so. You know, she had all those gold medals and. It just seemed like when the going got tough now, you know, I, I, I'm not performing right, and she, she exited, which I'm like, okay, you know. But it, a goat's a goat, you know. We grew up, we, who do we always talk about? Like Jordan being the goat, you know. And, yeah, he, he lost games and stuff like that, but I don't know. I just think if you're, if you're the self-proclaimed goat and you're good like that, I, I just don't know. I, I'm just like not as we, – we grew up like different – Jordan is like I don't that he would never exit it from that's that's just like my what I the mental thing is more more now it's people are accepting of it I can't do it like mentally I can't do it I'm out that was not a thing you just dealt with it and like like who do we Brady Jordan those guys would not exit from the stage like that that's the only thing I was saying like if you're the goat like don't exit from that moment but. Yeah, I empathize and I understand like why she did it, but hey, I just don't. I just don't think you exit from that when that you're like if I'm a gymnast. There's no gymnastics, you know. There's not an NBA, or NFL. 
Olympics is this. This is my last. That's her last Olympics. She's not going to do it again. Like she'll be like past the age, past the prime. And it's like that's it. I know she came back and did the balance beam thing and all that, but I'm like, this is it for you. Like you've been, you're. I understand it's a lot, but I just think like, man, and grind out, grind it out for the rest of the event. You know, I, I guess you can't do it. You got like she said, she had vertigo and that. Thing where they get real dizzy to gym that gymnasts from flips you're that dizzy you think you might get hurt and all right you know yeah i just don't the whole mental thing is new it's a new thing no it a lot is of people and are talking about it now you know, and it before is. people didn't talk about it no and yeah. that's the thing and and you probably if it was brought up in the in the in the past you know people might look at it differently but i i you know dealing with athletes and dealing with students on a daily basis see what a lot of these people go through and just different things they have to deal with i mean it, it is tough and you kind of take a look back at it a little differently but you also you know i do use i still have that old school approach to mentally whatever you just got to be able to grind it out but sometimes you're not able you just you're not able you can't and physically right. Right. able to do it and we and i'm not you know we're not downplay like what them girls went through with the guy with the gymnastics? It, they, they he, that, that guy screwed all those girls up, man. You mentioned the one girl she yeah, couldn't the even Laura do it Hernandez didn't even she didn't yeah she can't participate even this year anymore. and, and she could have made the team this year. Yeah, she was still at that age where at she could have that level. Yeah, yeah. and uh, and I'm not downplaying that, and it might have had something to do with why she got the mental issues and felt like she had a burden on her and all that. And I'm not downplaying it. I just we're just a little different mentality, like growing up as a you gotta, you know, so what? Grind it out, man. Yeah, you're you're in the game now, you know. So the the other other thing is, you know, is the men's basketball. They come out and they lost. It was probably the worst men's basketball team ever assembled. The less of France, <laughs> right out of the gates, yeah. and then they're able to bounce back and win the gold. You know, they kind of they really didn't blow nobody out. No, it really was just kind of just really methodical, and I think. Like, to me, I, you know, Pop is regarded as, you know, one of the, the greats the of the NBA, right. but it just seems like he is past his prime. Yeah, them guys ain't really... They're really not responding to him. A lot of these guys are opting out of playing in these Olympics. It used to be a bit, mean a, big, a lot more of a deal. Like, you know, Steph Curry, like, those guys aren't playing. You know, like, it used to mean more, but now... I, I love Zach Levine and all that, but, you know, he shouldn't be on not one of the best years. Oh, Drew Holiday's making yeah. it. and Chris Middleton. Chris Middleton. Just won the, won the finals. They got to fly A out week ago, yeah. Parade. And just, you see, like, Luca said it means more to him winning a gold medal than an NBA t- championship. That's the difference in the mentality. And th- he plays for Slovenia. He's the only guy who scores, like, 40 points a game. It means more to those guys, though. And for our guys, well, the NBA season's over. As soon as the NBA season's over, they don't want to play basketball. But it's gonna, they're going to lose. They're going to slip up and lose, and they'll have to get like a whole dream team scenario going again. We're not losing again. They're going to lose. They're going to Yeah. And then, you know, we'll just give a shout-out. We have you. Obviously, the track and field, Allison Felix, go ahead and surpass the great Carl Lewis for the most medals. Of all time. all time from a track and field Olympian, a U.S. Olympian. Um, 
she went I'm ahead and did it with 11 medals. They said she, she's, yeah, she said this is her last Olympics, but she might come back. A couple of events she's real good at. Nobody's. Yeah, that's crazy. This is unbelievable. I, I watched a little bit of it. The only thing I probably, I don't have the Peacock thing. So all the live stuff, like as it was happening, was on Peacock. It, the, the, the fucking reruns were on NBC. Well, <laughs> this is the other gripe that I have. They buried, they buried the, the like basketball, soccer, um, the mainstream sports. They buried them like on USA. Yeah. Why? Or, I'm watching beach or volleyball on NBC on Sports. 5. Yes. Why? Why aren't they on Channel Five? Exactly. When is the last time, when I grew up as a kid, I never saw beach volleyball on TV? Because I shouldn't have, and I shouldn't now. I should see, and I shouldn't see fencing either. Or I shouldn't see, I should see basketball. I should see track and field. Soccer. Give me the major. Give me the major. Gymnastics. Yes. Like, they buried them. And, like, this whole Peacock thing is driving me nuts. Oh, don't even get me started. Because, like, I'm hearing rumors, like, now with... All these other and stuff, no, like the, the NFL football. and stuff. Notre Dame football. Yes, gonna be their on first Peacock game only. is going to be on Peacock. Can't watch it on five. Their first one, that's what they said by now. So they're testing the waters because I think that's going to be a Marquise type scenario. Yes, and I think it's one of their big decisions. WWE that, already did that shit with the network. Yeah, the WWE network's gone. Uh, AEW, that's where they're taking over. Yeah, that's what WCW thought too. I'm, I'm telling you, they didn't have names like this. Uh, they got names. Coming. Well, they had the names too, but uh, it's it just, it just the only thing that I really took out of it was when we, when the Olympics first started, I wanted to see that skateboarding because that guy from the U.S. Yeah, they say he's the greatest of all time. Like he is like the Tiger Woods of skateboarding. Oh wow! And he didn't even place. Uh, really? Yeah, because it's really weird. I watched some of the skateboarding and everybody was falling. Yeah, but and I'm like, here, I don't know how they're scoring this, so but everybody's falling. here's how it was scored. So you have two 45 second runs. Okay. That you get scored on. Do whatever. To do whatever, all the tricks. Right. And they kind of evaluate your whole run. You get two of those. Then you have five one trick pony shows. <laughs> okay. And so then you get graded on that. A lot. Yeah, but the thing is, is like, so this is supposed to be like a street event, and they're rolling around for 45 seconds doing all these tricks. So they, they only take the top four scores. So you have the two from the, from the uh, 45 second run, and five one trick pony shows. And so like the guy they were saying Tony Hawk was saying that the guy who's the Tiger Woods of US the US or just of this sport alone he went for it all and all his tricks. He didn't hold back and he just didn't never landed one of them. Like so in his one trick pony shows, it. yeah. He he in was gymnastics you get credit for that. Difficulty. Well, you do get credit oh. for Well, no, you don't cuz you don't land it. So and that was I was trying to watch it because the guy has won like fifty four percent. He's won the gold in fifty four percent of his really yeah things he's been in. So I was like I'm watching this guy, and it didn't happen. So 
that was my whole Olympic scene. I watched uh, replay that that wrestler from Minnesota. He, with two seconds left, he did a, re- a reversal or something and won the gold. Yeah, and what about the uh, shot putters? Oh, <laughs> I wa—that's fun to watch. Yeah, in the hammer throw. Yeah, they the get t- going crazy. I think the those one big girl from the U.S. is punch that. Yeah, well, I think those two guys who competed in the U.S. just debuted for WD- WWE. WWE. Vince left a couple spots open after the releases. Yeah, side comes walking in. What the heck is this? There are people, you know, how they fling around with the hammer. I said, these guys are just launching. These women were just. And Bears got tackle spots open. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. But I mean, the I just the whole peacock thing is just driving me nuts. Oh, I'm because uh, the USA men's the the day they lost to France, I wanted to watch them. I think it was last Sunday or the Sunday before. Looking, I'm looking on five. I'm like, what the fuck is this? They're they're not on anywhere. And I had to look on my phone, and it says televised thing on the sports app, Peacock. And then I go to Peacock because Alyssa's got it, but I don't have the Peacock Premium, so I can't watch the thing as it's happening because I don't have the Premium Peacock. And I pay five more dollars, and I'm done, dude. I got cable, and I got all the yeah. fucking <laughs> all services. I'm paying hundreds of dollars in TV, and I'm working all the. <laughs> I only can't watch. The only thing I wanted to watch was the USA versus. No, I can't because I don't have the premium. I, I just I launched that ne- uh, Netflix, Amazon remote. I just like I'm done with this. That's funny. And then because I was pissed because I had to use my buddy's information for the WWE network. I was watching the pay per views, and now the whole Peacock thing. I it's I can't do it anymore. Yeah, it's it's done and over with. Now but, that's we that's why we moved on to AEW. I'm sorry to say we watch AEW now. Yeah, but I did. I. Uh, Uncle Sean took us to the... Yeah, the, how was it? The live event? Yeah, it was pretty neat. I mean, was to it, see John you Cena... SmackDown? No, it was a, just... It was a house oh, show. Like a house show. That's cool. Yeah, John Cena's summer tour. Oh, cool. So he was there and... Yeah, it was he just, just came back or whatever. Yeah, so he's doing like 16 shows or something like that all summer. So it was pretty cool just to see the kids. I mean, they're, the face on my kids was just yeah, like unbelievable. You know, Drew McIntyre comes out and... I was mad because he didn't have the sword and stab it <laughs> in the ground. Yeah. He's, but, uh, uh, he's cool, man. Yeah. yeah. I like him. There's a, there's a lot of guys. And, you know, the, the best match of the night was AJ Styles versus uh, uh, the uh, yo, dude. Bro. bro. Oh, yeah. He's an MMA fighter yeah. one time. Yeah, yeah. yeah bro. Uh, that yeah, was a great fight. Bro. Yeah, it was Matt a Riddle. great fight. Yeah, Matt Riddle. Yep. That was a bro. great fight. That opened up the second half of the show. and. It was just, it was unbelievable. Yeah, I haven't been to one of the, we're going in September to Dynamite, live AEW in September, but it's going to be crazy. I haven't been to like a live wrestling show, man, in a long, long, I was at the one in Marion, one of the, there, indie show. Yeah, the Warrior. All the big names were there, though. I mean, I, so we, I paid $10 and met all those guys, took pictures with them and stuff. So, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. We're going to go see AEW. We might go see the pay-per-view on Sunday, too. We're going to look at Ticketmaster. Uh, I'm sure because they're sold out. Oh, boy. They're getting, they're getting some some guys coming from WWE. They're getting released. And what's, they got another night now. I got Wednesday now. But the only thing about when WCW was big, that, that guy's dad has got all that money. Yeah. Dad. And then they could have, oh, by the way, we could have the shows at Jacksonville not paying. Haley's place is there. They have a lot of their shows there. Yeah, Aleister Black made his debut and knocked Cody out. 
So we're all excited. Hoping he to go. Oh boy. We got Daniel Bryan coming and CM Punk maybe. Well, they say the Chicago show is sold out right away because they think them guys are going to show up. CM Punk is from. Yeah. So they think like all out the pay per view sold out like right away. And Mady went on there to try to find him. He's like, them things are sold out. They probably think something's going to. We'll well, see. And then uh, Space Jam, uh, trash. Well, I told you what my thoughts were. That's terrible. And then I watched Suicide Squad. Because they were building that up because it's HBO Max. Terrible. Cena was in it. It just was just, it was just bad. I, what are we doing? I, since Mortal Kombat, the arrow's been pointing down. Well, I Face told you jam. my five stars for, I mean, whatever. Not, not five stars. Half a star. I gave it. It was, it was all right. Well, I, I commend. I, it's better than the other one. The I, I, I asked him that. And he told me on the way home because they watched it here. Yeah. And I said, Sai, you really think it was better? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, because it's newer. Like, yeah, it's, it's not you. New age, new, yeah. new everything. And I said, well, was Pump up the jam? Was that, was that in there? Was I Believe I Could Fly in there? Well, you know that was. Why was that? Was <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, was, was uh, Welcome to the Space Jam? Man? He's like, no, but there's all the new songs are in there. Like, yeah, this, that's what I'm talking about. There I don't was no, hear. But there was no new song. I don't want to hear anything else. There was like one new song in there. One. I don't want to hear any other songs, but pump up the jam. I want to hear your Space Jam. Welcome to the Space Jam. And if I don't get that, I'm out. I'm like Shark Tank. I'm out. I don't, I don't want to watch this. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, if I'm struggling to stay awake through it, I'm out. Well, speaking, you know, we're going to be out too well, as well. We're gonna but, get our, get yeah, thanks for listening, and uh, we will uh, enjoy the rest of our Sunday. Happy birthday. First episode. Uh, Art, Joni. Oh, yeah, first. All right. First Happy episode birthday. of uh, Hard Knocks yes. Review. Day night. Yeah, so, I mean, this is going to be a weekly basis show now. <laughs> yeah, we're like good old JR. Business is about to pick up here. Yeah, back is back is uh, back and better than ever, huh? One, uh, one show a week for sure, because we already had a couple injuries in the NFL, so. I mean, we're gonna. There's things, talking points. Bears are gonna start this week, right? Yeah, we Bears the, start this we get week. A game to recap. So. Yeah, I'm I'm down. Well, when do they play? Saturday? I don't know if they the fourteenth. They show? play the fourteenth. That's Friday. Yeah. So good, good. We can still host it on Sunday, and we'll be cool. all right. We can talk about it. Oh. Yeah, a little all recap, right. uh, and then we'll keep t- continue talking about these. Uh, we only have three preseason games, so I mean, the starters should be out there for a little bit of it. You would think. They're not playing. No. <laughs> yeah. Did you ask uh, Nagy? No. What's the guy out in the Rams? Sean McVay. Oh. He, they said, "Is uh, Stafford playing? Not at all. <laughs> you will not see He's him playing Week One. Yeah. Don't <laughs> worry about Matt Stafford. You He's ain't play. be playing against the Bears Week One. Don't worry about. It. You ain't seen him. So. Until all right, next guys. Time. Yes. Peace out, man. Yeah. Later.